Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Thank you so much, Gary. Appreciate it. Coming up on 7.05 here on this Friday morning, January 5th, 2024. I'm Karen Michael in for John Reed, and you're listening to News Radio WRBA. We've talked a bunch this week about the New Year's resolutions and the new year, and I call it officially today. This is the last day that you say to people, Happy New Year. Let's just, let's just call it. Let's just draw the line in the sand right now. Today's the last day. But while we're talking about the new year, and since we have through today, it's important to talk also about what's on the menu for employers this new year. Faith Alejandro, who is a shareholder and employment attorney at Sands Anderson, she specializes in working with organizations on employment matters. She's joining us today to talk about what em- what's on deck for employers in 2024. Good morning, Faith. Good morning, Karen. Happy New Year. Thank you. You too. So you lived through the 2020-2021 General Assembly in Virginia. We know kind of what happened then with for employers. Remind our listeners what happened for employers, what kind of nuggets they got in 2020 and 20, um, 20, was it 2020 and 2021? And now with the Democrats controlling the House and the Senate, what can they expect, do you think, this year? Yeah, that's right. I think that employers should brace themselves for a potential repeat of 2020 when the Virginia Values Act and many other laws were passed. Um, That put on employers for the first time obligations to put things in their handbooks, such as lactation accommodations, disability accommodations. It introduced new protected classes, such as gender identity and sexual orientation, um, and uh, created um, uh, new rules regarding overtime. And so I think employers this is a perfect time for employers to focus on getting their house in order um, because since 2020, we've seen laws introduced but not passed regarding new things like mandatory anti-harassment training and paid leave and workplace violence. So this is a great time for employers to make those resolutions and um, get ready for whatever new laws might come down the pike. Now, in fairness, in those 2020-2021, there was Democrat, House, Senate, and we had Governor Northam. So it was kind of like a full sweep. We have this year Governor Yonkin, who may or may not agree to some of the laws that get pushed through by our General Assembly, but we will see. So let's talk about New Year's resolutions. You know, I write an article every week for the Times-Dispatch, and I wrote an article this week on don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Because too often mm-hmm. I see employers they're like, well, I don't have a perfect job description, so I'm not going to do any job description. I don't have a perfect anti-harassment policy, so I'm not going to do any harassment policy. So give some employers some advice on how they should approach the new year with implementing some important initiatives 
this year? Yeah, the thing I would also add to to what your adage is of don't let um, uh, perfection be the enemy of the good is prevention. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, making sure that they embrace the old adage of Ben Franklin that says, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And for me, that starts with policies, making sure that it's clear uh, what you expect of your employees and having written policies about those expectations is critically important. When a case comes across my desk, that's the first thing I ask. Where is your policy on equal employment opportunity, on anti-harassment, on non-discrimination and accommodations? Uh, you know, you're, you're right. Don't don't let perfection be the enemy and focus on getting those essentials down. Um, and uh, the EEOC has resources. There are HR consultants like you, Karen, and many others and lawyers who can help with that process. And it is worth the investment of getting a good handbook in place, a good set of policies in place to make sure those workplace rules are clear for your employees. And I tell people how boring. I mean, policies are boring. Writing a policy is boring. <laughs> Reading a policy is boring. It's so awful. But it is just so essential. I always think it's interesting when I ask a client for the file and I get this signed handbook from 1972. And they're like, see, this person signed the handbook in 1972. I'm like, that's probably not going to be too effective. So also making sure that employees have access to these policies. It's not just having words on a page is not going to help uh, too much. We're talking to Faith Alejandro, who's a shareholder with Sands Anderson. So in addition to policies, uh, what do you think is going to happen in 2024 relative to AI? I just keep hearing about AI, and I don't think people really even understand how that actually impacts business. Yeah, I think employers who think that AI is not in the workplace are kidding themselves. Um, They should just assume that their employees are already finding ways to use AI to enhance their work. Um, and uh, because ChatGPT is just so widely available, it is so easy to use, and frankly, it's intriguing and fun to use. Um, so I think the sooner that employers can um, embrace AI, understand it, then they're going to be better able to, uh, to to figure out and to state clearly to their employees how employees are allowed to use it and how they're not allowed to use it. You know, in the legal profession, we talk a lot about not using AI when it comes to uh, inputting privileged information because that's that's a big no-no. Um, so employers for each industry need to understand how AI can enhance their workplace, but also what the, what limitations they need to put in, in place. And from an HR perspective, you know, the EEOC has said a lot about artificial intelligence, warning employers that if they're not careful about the AI tools that they use for things like hiring um, or even uh, workplace management, that they could get in a lot of trouble if, if those AI chatbots or AI tools inadvertently create um, decisions that, that disparately impact a group of people. Yeah, it was Christmas Eve, and my husband was putting together his special drink that we serve for Christmas Eve. And it was him and my two adult sons trying to figure out the formula for this drink, the ratios. And I said, just go ask Chat GPT. They stood there for like 30 minutes trying to figure out this formula. I'm like, let's just go ask Chat GPT. It, it knows everything. Uh, but only through 2022, uh, I would say. So I want to focus for a second on one of the trends that I'm seeing in the workplace, which I find very disturbing, which is a complete and total lack of civility and Mm. negativity. And it comes from managers, but frankly, it's coming from employees who are all up on TikTok looking for what, you know, the lazy girl jobs or blah, 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 or whatever they're doing. Speak for a minute about what I think is a need to reset just the entire how we embrace the concept of work because it's getting a bad rap and I, I I'm concerned about what I see as a demise in civility and frankly attitude in our workplace. Yeah, those are those are concerns I think about a lot as well. I see it too come out, especially in generational differences. I hear a lot of complaints about, oh, young people don't want to work and 
Um, and I, I sort of think I, I think that's more about people just ge- different generations sort of work differently. Uh, but you're right. Civility continues to be a need. And, and so employers have to think about ways to provide that training, how, how to equip their employee employees with those tools to to get along. Um, I, I think a lot of um, ways that employers can combat that is by equipping their managers with the tools of how to manage conflict and, and manage difficult conversations. Um, and then I think employees also have to understand that when they're given a job description, your employer can 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 add to it or detract from it. Um, you know, you're there for, to serve the, the, the employer's mission and purpose, and uh, that can change because employers and companies have to adapt to the time. So I think employees can also bring an attitude of how can I be helpful um, and, and, and embrace sort of that mentality of sometimes going above and beyond is a good thing and can get you further rather than just doing exactly, you know, what is on my job description. That's not going to get you very far in a company, in, in my view. And when I see cases come to the EEOC, typically it's not necessarily discrimination. It's just really bad management. They've not managed this mm-hmm. person. They've not addressed performance issues. And then all of a sudden, after 22 years, they suddenly want to put down the hammer on something that should have been evaluated a long time ago. And one of my favorite trainings, I mean, I love doing civility training, but I love doing performance management training because it's so important for managers to understand the need to address these issues. So in 2024, give some motivation to that manager out there that's got that employee that I call an uh uh-oh, uh-oh, you know, oh boy. Uh, Give (laughs) some motivation to give advice to that manager that's coming to work today, just dreading dealing with an employee that's always late, always got a bad attitude, always difficult what should that manager be doing in 2024 to just take this head on? Yeah, I think that that's right. Just take it head on and adopt the best practices of documenting everything. Because if you really have an employee who you think down the path is, is, is destined to be given the pink slip, um, the best way to prepare for that is to document what's going on, document those problems so that later when it comes to the attention of the employer to say, now is the time to let you go, you've got all of that evidence and, and all of that information ready to go, backed up by emails and correspondence and evidence of their poor performance. Um, but at the same time, I would say for the employers who are dreading dealing with maybe difficult personalities or people that they just don't seem to communicate well with, I think maybe a mind shift is in order. And I think great, great managers recognize that the employees and bringing out the best in their employees is the singular best uh, thing that they can do for their company. And so employer um, managers who know how to create a good space for employees to come to them with their problems, to do so with openness and understanding, uh, without judgment, they're going to be the ones that um, hear the problems of their employees and can deal with them head on and be solution oriented. Real quick, I only have a minute, but I know you are really a DEI expert. And DEI has gotten such a bad rap. It's getting so much negative attention because people think it's affirmative action and all these things. So for just a second, talk about what we should be considering when it comes to inclusion, because I think that's really where the rubber meets the road on this DEI. And it's not about equal outcomes and all this narrative that's all false and negative. Talk about the positive nature of how we should be looking at DEI in 2024. Yeah, I, I think the lens that employers should look at for, for when it comes to DEI is to focus on inclusion and, and equity. And, and those seem like big, scary words, but really the, it's just about giving people what they need to set themselves up for success, um, giving your employees every, every resource that they need, and then play to their strengths. Um, reduce the unnecessary stress that make 
that might make someone think, you know what, maybe this place is for is not for me. I should go. I don't look like the people who are in charge. I'm not communicating the same way. And so maybe I'll just leave. But if you give that person the tools to succeed, help them understand what the path to success is and be transparent about it and communicate with them about their performance um, in an open and honest way, I, I think that's that's the best way to manage people, frankly. And also it's going to uh, make sure that your um, workforce stays diverse um, and talented. Well, Faith Alejandro, you've given some great advice for our employers in 2024. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Faith Alejandro, shareholder at Sands Anderson, and Happy New Year to you. You too. Always a pleasure, Karen. Thanks. Coming up on 716 here on this Friday morning, I'm Karen Michael in for John Reed, and you're listening to News Radio WRVA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.